Listening to Radio Lab, Lab, Lab from WNYC, from and NPR. Welcome to episode 257 of Up for Discussion, the emotionally honest comedy podcast where we take your questions and dish out hot truths and tasty goofs. I'm the prodigal host, Simon Peltier. <laughs> I'm Adrian Schoen. And I'm Tom Zalat, and I welcome back, Simon. Thank welcome. you so much. You guys are not listening to Radiolab. I think <laughs> Thank God. I, I just felt like I needed to clarify that because of how good yeah. my acapella intro was. Yeah. I was convinced. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that the Radiolab listeners who clicked on this by accident yeah. were a little confused about why they were yeah. hearing crackers and jam for like 30 seconds yeah, yeah, there, yeah. but you know. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, this is what I came for. Yeah, Jad, here you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, welcome back, Simon. It's Thank been you a minute. So much. I looked Thank it up you. before you yeah. got here. You were last here eight months ago. Eight months ago. To talk about the sound trains make, choo choo, et cetera. Yeah, I feel deeply embarrassed about that. That was an embarrassing episode for you. Let's get to a clip. Was that the question? <laughs> it was. It was how, what was it? How many, how many check it? Check it? Welcome to Radio Lab. <laughs> how many? It does sound like a Radio Lab, actually. How many chugga chuggas in a choo choo? It was that. It was how many? How many chugga chuggas before choo choo? That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. And I, I did not know. It seems like chugga chugga. <laughs> I think it was a question of like, is it in twos or threes? Anyway, that doesn't matter. <laughs> Go look for that episode. It was the last time Simon was here. Um, Simon, you were one of the original hosts of the show. I was one of the original hosts. With us till episode 198, oh, I think. So close. But now, <laughs> this is your second time back since you left, which That's means true. you've done 200 episodes now, probably. Yeah. Did you do all 198 before that? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I was in there in spirit. Yeah. In yeah. a way that I wasn't since I left. Yeah, and kind of. I, I left in a very Andy from the Office fashion, where I left and came back, left and came back, left and came back, and yeah. then left for good, and then came back playing a song, and then Phyllis was like, "You know what? He's gonna be all right." Yeah, yeah. Spend some time with Josh Groban along the way. Yeah, yeah. That's I what mean, it does. I, I wish. Yeah, you were here in spirit, and you were here for spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I do not remember that movie at all. No, I remember it being upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like most of us were stoned for that, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was not. I, I don't think I, I was either, and I found sober. it upsetting. You smoked with us. I yeah, but I wouldn't say that I was yeah, stoned through the recording. That's I, fair. So we were all varying levels of soberness, yeah, sobriety, sobernity, so Bernie Sanders, so Bernie Sanders, twenty twenty. He's doing fine. He's he's continuing to chug a chug a choo choo along the election trail, bringing it back around. <laughs> Yeehaw. Much like a train wheel. Indeed, indeed. Uh, and <laughs> we're going to ride that train all the way through the show today. But before we do that, uh, we want to take a moment to acknowledge that the studio where we record is situated within the traditional unsurrendered territories of the Ganyagahaga First Nations. As settlers, it's important that we remember that the lands we occupy are not our own and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. Uh, so we want to encourage you to take some time today and, you know, 
every other day to reflect on your relationship with the land that you live on and the indigenous communities of that area. This is something we started doing a few months after you were last here, I think. Yeah, thank God. I am glad we're doing that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's wild to me. My brain went joke, and then I went, no, don't joke about that. No, that's no, not there's a, that's something. Not a, that's not joke yeah. content, so no. then I, I corrected. I corrected. I said what I actually feel, which is yeah. I'm happy we're doing that. It's, it's crazy because I feel like the first time that I thought about doing it was mm. like a long time before oh, yeah? <laughs> before we started yeah. doing it and then we uh it was uh it was not until we hired Akeem and Jeremiah that we yeah. uh, started doing well, that well it is it, yeah it is um uh kind of weird to 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 acknowledge land on a thing that is not itself tied to land like the yeah. internet right and podcasts so like people in other countries that don't have a history of colonial well i guess they kind of all do most do <laughs> but don't have a history of being colonized right you're either colonized or you're a colonizer is kind of i mean let's say, let's take like <laughs> Liechtenstein. you sure. know i feel like they're i this is not to say they're not pro they're probably racist like most white countries <laughs> well, but like yeah not to pick on Liechtenstein. you guys are doing Liechtenstein fine wait a throw Liechtenstein <laughs> under the bus, the bus train under the train, Sugar but like you know, I don't, I don't know that they have a strong history of of, of colonizing and world domination. I'm gonna stop. I, I'm now. sure there's exceptions. I, I don't know. I'd have to think about it. <laughs> yeah, but. yeah, but that's it, right? Like uh, with a podcast, it does kind of feel a little different, yeah, than like a live show. Yeah. But if you think about it, like that's that's why we encourage people to think about their yeah. own setting, right? Because yeah. like. Yeah. You know, our listeners in the US, like Kendallin, for instance. Yes. Hi, Kendallin. Uh, you know, Kendallin doesn't need to think don't, about. Don't say that name while I'm here. <laughs> so, like, Carlea doesn't need to think about yeah, you know, our geographical yeah. situation, but mm-hmm. probably she needs to think about her own, right? Yeah. So, it's a yeah. good little yeah. call to action. And you know what? We, we are doing a live show right now for ourselves and yeah. each other. True. So, we need to remind ourselves of that, too. Yeah. That does add a layer of temporal complexity. <laughs> I mean, hey, what is time but a construct and a figment of God's imagination? And what is God but a... But dog spelled backwards. That's it. That's the one. I'm, but I'm but what if to... God was one of us? <laughs> <laughs> Some might say God is all of us. Just a slob like... Some of us. <laughs> hey, why'd you point at me? <laughs> uh, I didn't find anything about Liechtenstein. No. Except it sounds like it's pretty German now, but it wasn't always. So maybe there's something to that. But uh, uh, I think yeah. they're their own nation. <clears throat> they're it a pretty be. German nation from, from I what mean, I was reading sure, just now on Wikipedia. But I, I think they are their own sovereign nation. I could be wrong. If there's any Liechtensteinians listening... First off, I'd like to apologize for having butchered your names just Lichtensteiners, now. Lichtensteiners. Lichtensteiners. Oh. No, it's pretty German, yeah. They're and, uh, German microstate. Just let us know if you are if you are actually Germans or Lichtensteiners and which one of us is right. According to Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Me. <laughs> so so it's like so it is Germany. It is a German microstate. What it does doesn't have sovereignty. Mean? What does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to look up microstates. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn it. Thanks, Germany. Uh, <laughs> Nailed it again. Ugh. I mean, they're kind of doing fine right now. Are they? I don't know. I don't follow. I, don't follow. I haven't heard anything bad about Germany in a little while. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've got Angola. Angola. Yeah. Anything recent bad about Germany? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> worth specifying. Um, yeah, so how you what doing? What have you been up to? Uh, I've been doing the old actor, the old actor thing. Doing the old actor. Doing the old just actor. You and Werner Herzog just. <laughs> <laughs> Is he an actor? <laughs> he's I, in the Baby Yoda show. He's, he's in the Mandalorian, and it is one of the titles in his Wikipedia page. You can look that up, Tom, while being on Wikipedia right now. Let's see. Pretty sure it's actors. like director, actor, r- director, writer, actor. I think that's the order. I, I am making Yeah, that. holy shit, you're is not that wrong. really? Yeah, director, uh, writer, actor. Director, screenwriter, author, actor, but you got those three in the right order. It's pretty good. <laughs> Somebody's spending a lot of time on IMDb. I am not auditioning, so... <laughs> Uh, I mean that is the that is kind of the the weird thing of 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 being an actor is that you do spend the majority of your time not doing the thing that you say that you do. Sure. So, you know, it's been it's been an interesting and very unique challenge to to reconcile that and to feel like I am justified in calling myself an actor despite the fact that I am not acting. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's fair. Yeah. So I've been writing a lot. I have been uh, getting to know a lot of people, going to a lot of social events, mm. uh, making myself known in the theater community. Mm. Would it help to just call yourself an artist? No. Fair enough. Because then people would say, what kind of artist? And then I'd, oh, yeah. I'd have to, you know, it's just adding an extra question. Right. It's, it's more build up to then let them down later. So w- would it help to say you're a waiter? <laughs> <laughs> no, because that would be false. <laughs> would it help to say you're a Lichtensteiner? Uh, it would actually. People would be like, "Oh, I don't. What's I don't?" And then while they're distracted, I just like smoke bomb, and then I run out. Yeah. And if they catch up to you and they're like, "Wait, just tell me what it means." It's a German microstate. <laughs> yeah, and they'll be like, "What's a microstate?" And I'll go, "I don't have time to like a state, but smaller." Come on, guys. Come on, man. It's not complicated. It's it's in the name. Get it together. The name says what it is. Micro state. <laughs> when I say micro, you <laughs> say. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, so I've been I've been doing I've been doing that, and that's been. Uh, it's been it's been a very interesting time of like learning and growth to uh, uh, try to find where I fit in this in this industry when I feel like I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is not to say that I'm not doing anything. It's just that to me it feels like it. Sure, you know, like a lot of times when I speak to people, especially people who are more experienced than me, they'll say like, "No, you're doing a lot. I see you everywhere. You're doing all." The-. And but to me it still feels like, yeah, but like I haven't booked. I haven't like. <laughs> Last time I went to Kenyon, which is a, it's a casting studio. Last yeah. time I went to Kenyon was in October. And then they'll be like, no, it's fine, man. It happens. It's all yeah. idea. All right. Yeah, fair enough. So. I think an acting intention counts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. That's, that's a nice statement because that's true in two senses, right? Like your mm-hmm. intention while you're acting and yeah. also your intention to act. Yes. That's correct. Yeah. I like that's that. Correct. I have been asked by uh, a lot of new people I've been meeting. Um, uh, if if acting makes me a good liar, mm. and I'm I get a little upset at that question. <laughs> do you? Uh, How do I know you're telling the truth right I now? I mean, you'll have to take my word for it. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I I mean, yeah, I don't know. I I would never. I would never like use use my acting abilities to lie mostly because you'd be able to see right through me because I'm clearly not very good. <laughs> so <laughs> Well, isn't acting finding the truth? I mean, yeah. So even if the words are false, damn. The truth that's is what's being presented. That's Boom. really true. That is 
and false. That is some <laughs> real, real hardcore bullshit, and that's why I work you know, in advertising. <laughs> you know, you know what it is? It's a hot truth. Mm. And a tasty goof. I mean, the tasty goofs are going to come later, and Ooh, they've been you know they've they been are. coming already. Oh yeah, yeah, in lots of succ- succ- succulent ways. <laughs> That's a yeah. word choice. I did actually have <laughs> I did I had a, an exercise in acting school where we we had to prepare a lie that we would pre- come to next class and present in front of everyone. So everyone mm-hmm. knew it was a lie, mm-hmm. but you had to present it in a way that made people believe it. Interesting. Which was it was a very interesting That's hard. <laughs> it is really hard, but like that's what acting is. Right. Is like hello. Uh <laughs> is everyone knows you are not who you are on stage or on the camera. They know mm. that the words you're saying are not yours, but yet you still make them believe you. Right. It's just, it's then different to be like, I'm not an actor right now. I'm your peer in front of you. And I'm telling you mm. that I still wet the bed and occasionally during the day, you know, you wet the bed during the day. Yeah. Oh. Occasionally. <laughs> occasionally. When I, when are you I'm, awake or asleep? Uh, it depends, man. All right. Some, uh, usually somewhere in between. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I believe sleep, it. Sleepwalky, yeah. sleepwalky, sleep pee mo- mode. I had a, yeah. I had a moment last winter. I got gastro, and I uh, literally shat the bed. <laughs> so that was a time. Um, that was rough. Wow. Yeah. That's that's when you, but that, that's when you know your partner loves you is when like yeah. that's not an immediate turnoff. You know what it I was, mean? It was not the well. Okay. So like it wasn't a lot. No. It was like I. I farted and oops, <laughs> but it, you know we had to change the sheets. It wasn't a full ampersand turd. No, right. It's it just a period, <laughs> just a dot. Maybe more like a semicolon kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> it really wasn't that. It was like, <laughs> like an asterisk. <laughs> oh, in terms of yeah, that's uh, we're change the subject now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, guys. <laughs> Now that we've talked about poop an adequate amount. I mean, hey, poop for discussion, right? That was a thing. Yeah. That was a recurring joke as long as I was on. Oh, my God. Hey, Simon. Oh. I feel so inspired. Are you looking to produce some high-quality branded content without breaking the bank? Yeah. Well, I've got good news for you. Oh this episode God. is brought to you in part by Chaos. Wow. With a K. Chaos makes content marketing easy, affordable, and accessible by offering a studio-on-demand model and various subscription packages that make it easy to create consistent content for your audience and potential customers. Do you want professional sound equipment for podcasts and voiceovers like this one? Simon? Yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! Ah! Cut! <laughs> Guys, I've been off this show for a while. I need. I appreciate all of y'all's patience. What happened to that truth I was getting right up front? Ah. Hi, is this Simon's agent? Yeah. I can't believe you sent me this guy. This is... <sighs> I know, he is the last one on the roster. How about cinema-grade cameras, lenses, and lighting packages? Yeah, no, I would love that too. How about live stream camera? Uh, what? What? No, yeah, yeah. He's he's right here, yeah. You want me to put him on? Yeah. yeah. All right, all right. Uh, hey, yeah. Hello. Maybe live stream capability and event hosting. Well, I've got good news for you guys. Whether your business is starting a podcast, building a video empire, or adding light. No, I know that I can't. No, no, I get it. You got to listen. I just... No, I hear you. I hear you. I really do. I really do. But I just, I need you to. Live streams to your social media pages. Chaos has a package that'll help you create consistent, reliable content for your audience. Go to createchaos.com or check them out on Instagram at createchaos to find out more. That's chaos with a K. Mom, 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 come, mom, can you, mom. 
This is a really solid bit you two are doing. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, welcome to the Cash Corner. Wow, there's a theme song now. <laughs> That's how Guys, you can I'm tell so there's excited. some progress. Whoa, thank Guys, God I left. This is the part of the show where we shamelessly ask you to give us money. Right now, we're bringing in a... That, that threw me off a little bit, not gonna lie. Right now, we're bringing in about $80 a month in support on Patreon. That's awesome, but it's actually less than half of what we need if we want to be able to pay everybody properly. And that sucks. Guys. It could be a lot worse. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, we're we're doing okay. We got like 40% of what we need, maybe 45 even, but it's not 100. So, no, it's not even 50. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> not even 47. True. <laughs> What's the deal? <laughs> What's the deal? These Patreon supporters. <laughs> anyway, uh, if even half the people listening to this right now pledged $2 or more, we'd hit our monthly goal really quickly. So I want to invite you to consider doing that. It would be very, very helpful. And if you pledge as little as a dollar a month, just at patreon.com slash up for discussion, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Patrick, Gabriel, she who must not be named. Carlea, <laughs> Thomas, George, Poppy, Jan, Killian, Sarah, Angelica, Will, Anne, Andrew, Laura, Kate, and Erica. You'll get early access to bonus content, little behind-the-scenes updates, and all kinds of other sweet perks as well. Plus, if you give at least $5 a month, you get to submit the featured question for an episode once per cycle on the show. Today's featured Patreon perk. Can I make a, can I make a Patreon perk suggestion? That if you pay any any amount you get to vote as to whether or not I'm allowed to come back again <laughs> and then you vote you know what they vote with your dollars <laughs> Simon can I share a story with you please do there was once where uh, uh, DC Comics decided like the new Robin was not that popular yeah and they were like this is what we're gonna do we're gonna have the the Joker like almost kill Robin and then we're gonna have a phone number and you can save Robin or you can kill Robin and you know what the audience did? Nothing. They killed Robin. They killed Robin. <laughs> well, uh, I feel confident mm-hmm. th- that uh, there is death and resurrection in all things, <laughs> and, and I that's I can't. I'm done. <laughs> it didn't go anywhere. I'm sorry, everybody. Like a, like a phoenix from the ashes. I shall arise. There'll to be Simone. Read today's Patreon question. Patreon, Patreon question comes from George. Like the Chilean miners <laughs> emerging from their hole. <laughs> Simon is back. This show is so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 like Prometheus and his liver, which heals overnight. What? Right? <laughs> Prometheus is chained to a rock and he has an eagle eating his, eating his liver. And then at night, the liver heals itself and then eats again. Oh. That's his punishment. I thought he was the guy who rolls big rock up road forever. That's Sisyphus. Yeah. Shit. Up, right. and down, up and down a mountain. Oh. I just remember Prometheus getting fire. I don't think I That's remember That's the main the, thing uh, he did. And then <laughs> for that, he was chained to a rock and then an eagle eats his liver I and then he heals up again. Wow. So, George Poppy yeah. asks... What is laughing affairs? Also, it's important to note that he said us this question in the form of a gif. If Neil deGrasse Tyson asked him the question, and when we asked, is this the actual question, he said yes. So I looked up laughing affairs on uh, the Googs. On, on the Googs, on the Guggenheim, <laughs> Lichtenstein.com. <laughs> laughing affairs brings you to FeliciaMadison.com slash laughing dash affairs. Can we please open that up? What does it do? That's where say? I'm at. What is it? Give us a painting, a, li- a living painting. 
Should I bring the music back? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, let's see. All right. All right. So um, the first image is of a woman sitting on a stool. She's wearing a black leather dress, and she's sitting at a weird angle with her uh, feet kind of up and her arms outstretched in front of her. Oh, was she a back. comedian? I think I'm getting the impression she's a comedian. Yeah. Uh, it says, Laughing Affairs, curated comedy shows for your next fundraiser, corporate outing, or personal party. I, I suspect that maybe uh, these guys are a client of George's, and this is his way of sneaking an ad in here, which is illegal, and you're going to go to jail. <laughs> Patreon jail. <laughs> jail Treon. The bars are made of solid gold. <laughs> Um, let's see. Yeah, they offer services like event planning, comedy for a cause, where they send comedians to your charity event, I guess. To be funny. Yeah. Because your charity's probably a bummer. Yeah. So what was the Neil deGrasse Tyson angle on this? Uh, he. So when George sent me this Patreon question over Facebook Messenger, because we're buddies in real life. Can you show show us the GIF so that we can all look at it in silence for a moment? Yeah. And this is important. Was it a meme <clears throat> or a GIF? Uh, it was a GIF. It was okay. a GIF. Was it animated? It was a... Well, no, Neil deGrasse Tyson's not a cartoon. <laughs> it was a tenor GIF keyboard. I don't think you need to be a cartoon to be animated. No. I guess that's fair. Yeah, it was. It was. It's a moving GIF of Neil deGrasse Tyson. Let's look at it in silence for a minute. Okay. Yeah. It, it does look like he's saying it. Silence. And do a whole minute of silence here. Hang on. This is too long. Uh, what is what is he? He seems distraught. He does seem distraught. He seems like someone asked him this question, and his response was, "Why are you asking me this question, George Poppy?" Yeah, which um, is our reaction. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. I don't. I also like what kind of? How do you want this question to turn into a conversation, George Poppy? We're just gonna. If we knew what it was, we would tell you what it is, and then it's done. Where does this go? Where does this go, George? <laughs> Where does this go, George? This reminds me of that episode of uh, Review where Andy Daly gets the the like question of like life that he's supposed to review and it's just like nonsense and so he decides to do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, let's let's think about it. Laughing it, affairs. It seems like it's a company that rents out people to be funny for boring events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you do it? Would you be one? Would you rent it? Two? Would you be rented? Uh. I would be rented more than I would rent. Yeah. I think. You wouldn't rent a funny friend for an evening? Let's say, like, um, all your funny friends are busy. I mean, I am the funny friend. <laughs> it sounds yeah, like but... a really sad escort <laughs> service for, like, out-of-work comedians. <laughs> kind of is what it sounds like, right? It's like a uh, an older man feels like he doesn't have friends anymore because he's divorced and his wife and daughter don't want to see him anymore. So then he just hires a comedian to go have dinner with, not to have sex or anything, just so that that comedian can make him laugh. Yeah, that's got to be the premise to a a rom com or something. Uh, I'm sure. If not, it is now. Yeah. Oh, uh, what's that one where? Uh, what's his? Uh, is Hitch kind of like that? No. No, he doesn't hire him to be uh, his friend. They hire him. So no, that's the wedding ringer. The wedding ringer. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah, the wedding ringer. That's the plot uh, of the wedding, and they and like they start to kind of be friends, but then at some point, the guy who got hired says something to someone else about it being, you know, yeah. just a paid thing and it's not meaning anything. And he overhears him, and he's sad, and they have the moment. Uh, yeah. You know, the I moment. think he he actually reveals 
that he he like it was all a sham. Like he comes clean. Mm. I don't I don't think that Kevin Hart rats him out, but I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Anyway, huh. <laughs> I've I've not seen this movie. I've heard of it, but I've not seen it. Yeah, it's fun. So, yeah, yeah, a solid like. You know, if there's nothing else on, you might have an okay time. Oh my god, okay, okay, hang on. Oh, we're talking about movies. We're talking about movies. Uh, we tried to watch The Greatest Showman last night. Okay. Have, have I? What do you mean tried to? Well, okay. Uh, we watched the f- we watched two thirds of it. Okay. And you love musicals. I love musicals. I love Hugh Jackman. I love Zac Efron. I'm a fan of Zendaya. Zendaya, is, if she looked at if she was sitting right here and she looked at me and smiled, I would fall into pieces. I you'd have to you'd have to sweep me up with a broom. That's how I feel about most of the cast of this movie, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Oh, bad, so bad. Oh, is it bad? Oh, it's real. Like, so the the opening number, <laughs> we're sitting there, and I'm like, this just sounds like early 2000s pop punk. Turns out, Panic at the Disco did a cover of the opening number from this, uh, so I was not too far off. Yeah, <laughs> um, and then the music doesn't get better. <laughs> It's st- it's just bad the whole way through, and then I found out it's Pesic and Paul, which makes sense to me because they did La La Land. Uh, yeah. It's so funny because I was just thinking like I I liked musicals a lot when I was like in high school, mm-hmm. and and I I don't dislike musicals now, but I'm not as in in touch with them as I, I used to be. And both The Greatest Showman and uh, La La Land, I watched about five minutes of and went. Nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. And I, we, within five minutes, Teffer and I were like, this is bad. Let's keep yeah. watching. But I knew right at the beginning that we had started watching at 7.45, and I knew that at 9 o'clock, Guy's Grocery Games was going to be on on the Food Network. And I turned to Teffer and I said, if this is still bad by 9 o'clock, we're not watching the last half hour of this movie. Yeah. And sure enough, at exactly 8.58 p.m., uh, they a big climax happens in the movie, and they almost got me. And oh. then I remembered that Guy Fieri was about to make people run around a grocery store, and I said, "Nope, I don't need to know what happens with the burning." I don't know that I support your life choices. <laughs> yeah, I feel similar. I mean, fair enough. I feel similar. But yeah, rough movie. I have a I have a really good Ryan Gosling impression when he sings "City of Stars." Oh yeah, you ready? Then he is not yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good, right? I I didn't see most of La La Land. So. <laughs> yeah, was that the first number? Because if not, Adrian no. turned it off. No, after. the first I, number. I saw them on a highway, and everybody started singing, and then I was like, I am not in the mood for whatever is about to happen, and I immediately <laughs> turned it off. Yeah, yeah, we, it's not a not a great. Movie. Emma Stone was incredible, hmm. but she's often good, but. The movie was did not hold up. Yeah, did not do it. Did not go for it. Well, yeah. well, this was especially rough because we we watched Newsies last week. Oh, not the Disney like like not the Christian Bale original, but what? the there's another one. There's a Broadway cast filmed version oh. from like 2010 uh, with Jeremy Jordan as the lead, and it's who, real good. Who is? Uh, he Jeremy Jordan um, is mostly a Broadway guy, but he was Supergirl's friend in the first couple seasons. Uh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I've yeah. never watched Supergirl. Yeah. Uh, the white one. Yep. Because she's got two friends who are boys. Yes. A white boy and a black guy. Yeah. The white boy who had a crush on her. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Not the hot black guy who she actually likes. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I knew the second I saw the first trailer for Supergirl that it was going to be bad because it was exactly almost, almost frame for frame 
the same thing as this SNL sketch. Oh, no. That was what a Black Widow movie would look like. And, like, she falls in love with Ultron. It's a, like, which is just Bobby Moynihan with an Ultron mask. Sure. Uh, and it, like, I'd seen the, the, that sketch first and then saw the trailer for uh, Supergirl a couple weeks later and was like, mm. oh, this is the same thing. I'll tell you, Supergirl, not bad. I've heard good Don't things. Yeah. Batwoman, woof, <laughs> real bad. Oh. But Supergirl, pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. Mm. Not as good as The Flash. Uh, I think. I, I think we can all yeah. agree that the arrow. The arrow, just arrow, is the worst. The worst? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Gotham, I would say, is the best Mm. of the TV, DC universe. Have you seen Titans? Because it's pretty good. I've heard it's good. I haven't watched it. Yeah, fair enough. I think um, Teen Titans was the, is the best. Well, well yeah. animated is a whole different. Category. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah. Gotham, yeah. I enjoyed yeah. is it, I I think it's the closest thing to the animated series hmm. of Batman that I have seen yeah. done on television. Cool. Or in movies or it's the most animated ser- series like Batman representation. Hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I speaking of bad TV. Yeah. I watched. Uh, thanks, George Poppy, by the way, for this great question. We're talking yeah. about lots of yeah. great stuff. I think George knew what he was getting himself yeah. into with this. Yeah. So I think we answered that with the spirit of we don't want him to donate anymore. <laughs> That's definitely not true. George, no. is our, uh, George our... we love Let's you. Let's make it clear. So back to Biggest bad TV donor. shows. <laughs> <laughs> that I I watched The Witcher on oh, Netflix. Oh, I heard it was good. It is not. All right. Uh, it is about as good as Henry Cavill's wig. Oh boy. Which is not good. Oh, that's too bad. Um which is it's a bummer because he's surrounded by these like really great actors. There's mm. a lot of like really talented and often poorly directed actors. But he himself is not great. Is mm. he Superman, Henry Cavill? He is. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> not in Supergirl though. I think you might be wrong about that. I think he did do a bit on Supergirl. He may have done a bit recently but on Superman. He does not. Pl- I don't know because Superman plays. Superman is played by another dude. Yeah, but they recently did a uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths massive crossover thing. Uh, they brought Tom Welling back. They did had they? Lucifer in there. It was uh, it was a whole lot. What, what's who is the Superman that ended up on that Legend show, the time travely one? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the guy who was so also in Supermans. the guy who was also in Chuck, the guy from Superman Returns. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what's his name? T- uh, I'll you uh, you do your thing. I'll do my thing. Yeah. We're gonna Who do a, like? We're gonna do another super great uh, silent Googling. silent thing. Let's take a couple minutes. Uh, I feel like he fell into that hole of actors like Brendan Fraser Brandon and like. Routh. Yeah, Brendan Routh. Routh. He he plays two characters in the Crisis on Infinite Earths because he's Superman from the Superman movies, but mm-hmm. he's also uh, another character from Supergirl. Okay, yeah, it, he, like, he gets in all the that. DC stuff. Is just like oh we, that Superman thing didn't really work out for you, but we're gonna keep trying. <laughs> he's very handsome. He is very handsome. And he's very charming. Yeah, I, I like him, and I like the. There's a guy who's in the kind of same thing. He's in a lot of like ancillary Star Wars things, and he was in mm-hmm. Being Human, and um, he just pops up in things. And I, I feel like there's this actor hole mm-hmm. that are, are like pretty good, like leading men that just never really found their footing. Like they just, that kind of movie mm. never really took off. Like Brendan Fraser, like was set up to be this great, like mummy action star kind of thing. And then mm. that movie died and there was no more movies like that. And there just wasn't an opportunity for him to really like 
build a bigger career off of that because he would have been great the thing with brandon fraser is that he's kind of weird looking now yeah (laughs) but he's always it's a it's been dormant is the thing he's always he's always been a little weird looking he he was a handsome young man he was mummy era yeah encino man Oh wait, he was George uh, of the Jungle. Yes, yeah, he was okay. very hunky for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I see it. Yeah. I, uh, then he I kind don't... of Val Kilmered. Yeah, he really did. <laughs> he's I get he's what I've made this point on the podcast a long time ago. Uh, deep dive fans, good luck finding it. Uh, but it, he's one of those men that as he aged, he just got wider. Mm. Yeah. Not like fatter, just wider. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like Leonardo DiCaprio is also like that. Mm-hmm. You know, he had like a really, really, really good, like sharp jawline. And then he's not chunky. He's just like. Well, men kind of just broaden. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> like even like fingers get wider and, you know. I'm waiting to see what happens to you because you haven't like you're you're mm. you've aged. I have aged. Like we've known each other for 10 years now. More than that. 12. I said 10 years earlier. 12 yeah. years. Yeah. And like your your frame hasn't changed that much. Pretty much. Like. Yeah. You're you you look older. I do. But you still have a youthful glow. Yeah. You've got thanks, more man. or less the same build. You're just kind of toned so. now. Yeah. I'm excited to see what happens when you become a like old adult, you if, know? If any of the men on both sides of my family are any indication, um I I will pretty much stay the same. Well, uh, I I got to tell I, you. I, there's a good chance I'll get a beer gut. But all right, if I if I stay active, I think I should be all right. I have to say that there is something that happens to men between about the ages of eight and thirteen, when nope. the body starts to change. Thirty-seven and, and forty. Interesting. Okay. And that's when you just become like a headshot of a, a corporate like CEO, and that's when the the balding, the graying, like you just become old man. Hmm. And it happens in those three, four years. Interesting. <laughs> huh. I've yeah. done a lot of research on this. <laughs> well, I guess like I've browsed stock photos for hours. <laughs> that's that's like the age of the people you grew up with, basically, right? Like it's starting to happen. I, a lot of my friends are a little bit younger, so it hasn't quite happened. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people that I'm around, because you know I work in agencies and it's very hip and very young, mm-hmm. so I don't see it happen that much. But then there is like a tipping point that is starting to happen uh, hmm. in my social group. And I'm seeing that it really is a severe divide between like 37. 36, 36 and 42. Yes. Like, that's not a lot. That's not a lot of years. But No, it happens yeah. like that. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, that's interesting because I, I definitely feel like a thing I've been noticing, you know, we're solidly in our mid 20s at this yes. point. And like... <clears throat> For the past few years, I have felt like we haven't changed that much, and like also, like but physically or emotionally, like phys- oh, emotionally we've changed plenty, uh, mm, but physically, agreed. like we don't look that different. That's true. And I know people in their like early to mid thirties who like don't look that much older than we do, mm-hmm. but definitely yeah. people in their forties do. And I've been wondering where the tipping point is. Yeah, it's yeah. it's around that yeah. spot. I think it just you wake up and you're like, oh man. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> There's going to be a day when we're going to wake up and be old, and Johan's still going to be hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking Johan. Yeah, fucking. He's such a baby. Yeah. I love him, but I think he's going to go bald. You think he'll go bald? I think his hair's very wispy, mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. that's that's what that's what I've got going on him. Mm. Is that I'm probably not going to go bald. I have a lot of hair, mm. like like a lot of hair, yeah. like 
barbers comment on it mm. frequently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you look at same thing, if you look at the men of my family, my dad has got like the the, the crown, mm-hmm. but on the other side, they're all kind of like they're all pretty, they're all pretty okay. Mm. They're pretty mm. pretty good. It's pretty excellent. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to get old, so. <laughs> I'm just going to suck the youth out of people for the rest of my life. Oh, mm, very yeah. nice. Yeah. Like like Missande from Game of Thrones. No, sure. She's got the necklace, right? She takes the necklace off and then she she becomes, she like ages. I believe that. Years. The worst oh, thing about Greatest Showman is that we're supposed to believe. <laughs> Tell me. That Hugh Jackman and Zac Efron are like not that far apart in age. Well, oh. That's part of the premise of that. Like their characters are like kind of peers. Like, like. Hugh Jackman's character is like a bit older than him, certainly, yeah. but I think they're kind of implying that there's like max a ten year age gap there. And let me tell you, that's not the case. Yeah. It, yeah. Do they make PT Barnum kind of like a good guy? That's the impression I get. They try to, because he's a really interesting person. Like historically, I, I mm-hmm. find him really fascinating. I would not categorize him as a good man. No, but a very no. like charismatic yeah and, and very much like foundationally like american the yeah. things that make yeah. him flashy and exciting are very like fundamentally american yeah yeah uh values but he, i mean he, i think he killed a bunch of whales uh- <laughs> <laughs> i mean he he also had a tour where he just like showed disabled people to other people and yeah like, that's the premise right of the movie. didn't he basically yeah. like in, invent what it was what used to be called as the freak show didn't he basically yeah that? yeah I, and i think historically there's there's a probably very interesting conversation mm-hmm. to be had about that and that they didn't have a lot of opportunities and, and yeah. by all accounts i think he was as decent as anybody really was at that like mm-hmm. everybody was an asshole and everybody was going to take advantage of right. them but um a lot of people chose to work for him yeah, yeah. well that's it the, the movie tried really hard to like paint him as like giving opportunity and stuff but it felt hella exploitative and i think that that was one of its big downfalls was like it was trying to put off this message of like everyone is you know a bright star everyone is special you know like don't let you know the way people see you hold you down um but where glee did that really well and really (laughs) celebrated all of the characters for all of what they were this movie really fucking didn't Mm -hmm. and like for whatever reason yeah. was just like here how about the most exciting performances are you know Zac Efron and Zendaya and uh, this the, the, they, they bring in like a Swedish singer who is like played by a British lady of course um, who like they go to the UK and hire her and bring her back to tour her around or whatever as part of the show this movie sounds so boring it sucked it was really bad <laughs> But then afterward, I had to hear someone talk about food that had the mouth feel of a mayonnaise, but the flavor of a cheeseburger. And that wasn't great either. That sounds disgusting uh, as well. <laughs> I hate uh, molecular gastronomy so much. I don't, but what you've uh, just described is not molecular. No, yeah, no, you're, you're, there's nothing about what Guy Thierry does can be described as gastronomy. Well, no, no. Or molecular. Uh, this was... It's pure abhorrence how dare you gaffiani is a great man <laughs> oh jesus it's important that you pronounce it that uh... way <laughs> all right uh should we roll over to reddit and yes for let's the do it now that i've apologized for the monarchy and pt barnum <laughs> to- <laughs> two episodes running um about like have you watched the crown 
That's what I said. Very good. It's very good. Can we talk about how we recorded an episode where we talked about the queen and Adrian said, and I quote, you're just kind of born into it and you can never leave. And then two days later, Harry and Meghan announced that they were leaving. Meg's it. Yeah. (laughs) That's good. That's good. It's crazy. Um, (laughs) I'm all right. No, it's Harry. (laughs) That was... All right. All right. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back, everyone, to the greatest segment. (laughs) Welcome back to hour 67 of our Greatest Showman live show. Oh, God. Let's go to Reddit. Stream. Uh, This question comes from Zach Efron, who asks. uh, All right. um, This is the part of the show where we hop over to reddit.com slash r slash am I the asshole and tell someone whether or not they are the asshole. Have you done one of these yet? No. Ooh, I couldn't Tell remember. Me. Yeah, you'll be good at this. this. Yeah, okay. this is fun. The answer is yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. If there's ever a question, yeah. Yeah. All right, this one comes from Reddit user Acrobatic Curve. Oh. Maybe it's Zendaya from The Greatest Showman. Who I says, fucking <laughs> wish. If it is you, contact me on Instagram at know the other Simon. Wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Zendaya asks, am I the asshole for not allowing my ex-boyfriend to bring his new girlfriend to my brain surgery? Whoa! (laughs) Okay, no! Strap in, folks. Wait, wait, wait. There's more. There is, there, oh, God. God. Okay. Bring to my brain. Just keep reading. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. I dated my ex for six years. We're still quite close, and he still helps me out with some of my health issues, like managing my disability and medicine and stuff. I love him dearly, but in the way you'd love a family member. He just moved to the other side of the country. I have tried geminal neuralgia, Mm -hmm. and I have to have brain surgery in a couple of weeks. My mom and my best friend can't make it down, so he decided to fly over and support me through the surgery. He has a new girlfriend of three months. Apparently, she only agreed to let him come support me through the surgery if she could come too, so now they both have plane tickets to my town. Whoa! Weird. There should have been a conversation before you purchased another ticket. That's a little weird. I'm over my ex, and I'm not jealous of her. In fact, it would be nice to meet her. I just don't want her at my brain surgery because she's a stranger. I'll be at my worst, sick, (laughs) with brain surgery hair, miserable, all that stuff. I don't like the idea of her sitting with my family in the waiting room waiting for news of my surgery. I thought the family couldn't be there. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Uh, There's some holes (laughs) in your plot there, Zendaya. (laughs) Come on, Zendaya. Uh, This is a very serious experience in my life. She needs to stay at the hotel during the surgery or find something else to do. I feel like this is selfish of me, though. I can't figure out if she's actually trying to be supportive of me or if she's just jealous. Am I the asshole? I think no. Yeah, I I know we just said that if there's ever a question, that's a yes. But in this case, no. I think if it's brain surgery, you get to do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Yeah. You get to decide whose face you look at once you awake from brain surgery. Yeah. And if if that does not include the new... Apparently, I'm going to presume here, very jealous girlfriend of your ex. That's your call. Yeah. And they should have asked you first before buying her ticket. And if you had said no and that was a deal breaker... He just shouldn't come. Yep. I. That's a bummer because it sounds like he's an important person in your life, and that's great, and I'm very happy to hear that. But if that's the if that's a deal breaker, they've got stuff to work through. I like if his girlfriend who is like, no, you can't go to your friend's 
brain surgery. What's what are you scared of, girlfriend? <laughs> what do you think's going to happen? <laughs> it does like I It's n- brain surgery is not a euphemism. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, I don't know. Poking the hippocampus is not a metaphor. <laughs> Skull's not the only thing that's going to get drilled. Well, yeah, it's it's gross. It's weird. It's like don't be controlling and territorial. Like let him go. I get I get wanting to take the trip with him. Sure. I get yeah. that. It's a weird moment to meet her though. Yeah. Like for that to be the first time, that's very strange. That's where it I'm sounds at. like that's not the motivation. <laughs> For the trip to begin with. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't... I think you're doing fine, Zendaya. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, good luck with the surgery. I really hope it goes well and that you you recover. Yeah. Well and fully. Yeah. We like you. I'm going to say not the asshole. Yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. think uh, brain surgery is a hall pass for all etiquette. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Especially after, right? <laughs> Once you've had it, it's like you got to... Listen, man, your brain was poked at. You're different. Yep. All right, next. Yeah. Uh, let's see. All right. That one. That one. Ooh, I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. No. Let's you're, see. You're scrolling far down. I'm scrolling. And that's some scrolly scroll. I'm I'm real real scrolly. We're doing a scroll here. Okay, that one. All right. Yeah. Here we go. I can't see them. I'm just yelling. Yeah. <laughs> I really thought you could. I no, can't. but it helped because I was having decision paralysis yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Executive right. dysfunction. Yeah. I will. love the French phrase, l'embarras du choix, like the embarrassment of the choice, when you have ah. so many choices to do that you just can't you can't decide. That is one of the many listed uh, cognitive dissonances that is on the Wikipedia. Well, it's just mm. one of the cognitive dissonances. Like, it, It's a good one, though. Yeah. Microstate. Hmm. Is the other. <laughs> is that a territory or a province? All right. What this- is a municipality, Monaco? <laughs> <laughs> I don't basically. mean to sound like Seinfeld. I guess I just do. This is where my voice is at today. It happens. It happens to the best oh of us. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's. Who's the asshole? Ah, uh, Seinfeld. This yeah. one comes from uh, <laughs> yes. Reddit user. Jerry Seinfeld, who asks, am I the asshole for telling my sister I'm not pregnant as a joke? (laughs) What's the joke? (laughs) I haven't seen my family since I found out I was pregnant. There we go. It looks like I've cut a football in half and shoved it under my top. I met up with my family last night for dinner. My sister congratulates me on my pregnancy, and I say, this? No, I just got fat. She went stock silent, and come to the end of the dinner, my husband finally breaks and tells her that I actually am pregnant. And I thought my joke was pretty obvious. Uh, I've since been getting texts from her calling me an asshole for embarrassing her in front of everybody like that. Am I the asshole? No, she's just dumb. No, okay. Yeah, your your sister's dumb. Here's here's my take. Here's my here's my take. I think the the assholery. Not I don't think it's asshole. I think it's just the 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 prickly part of it. Mm-hmm. Is is the waiting until the end of the dinner to say it? Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, if it was clear she didn't get it, yeah, I feel like you could have said, "No, I'm kidding. I I am pregnant." Is that that was a joke? I could yeah. see you know getting what I mean? caught up and like, well, I didn't foresee her actually believing that information, and I really uh, don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> but I feel like if you you know what to do. It's to say 
Yeah, wow. Well, I, you know what? I tried that joke. It didn't work. I yeah. am pregnant. Thank you for noticing. I, I think best case scenario, you go like, no, you're stupid. <laughs> and then you move on. But I can see maybe you skipped a beat of confusion of like, what just happened? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's the, it's more the, the mildly ongoing thing. You know what? The fact that it was that you, that he, that the, your husband said it. By the end of the dinner is good. You know, if this had gone on for a couple days, a yeah. couple weeks, I would have said, yeah, no, you should have told her mm-hmm. way before. Yeah. But I still think that, but it would have been worse. I don't think so, the time delay is that egregious. And yeah. uh, I, I think it's... Just- I wouldn't say egregious, but I think that's where it lies. You know, yeah. that's the nuance. I don't think the joke itself is bad or offensive. Either way, not worth just following up and going like, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that's the thing. Like, I've I've had people like not do this exact kind of thing but definitely like get me real good and i'm still thinking about it later and going like ah fuck you you got me real good yeah and like then you can definitely text them like still thinking about that time that you told me you weren't pregnant haha i actually kind of i just remember that i sort of did that to a friend of mine in like first year in university where I told her I was sterile and it was because of an accident (laughs) (laughs) and then i like I think I was like, no, no, I'll tell her later that it, that it is not true. And then I forgot to. And then, like, I think a day later, she texted me and was like, hey, I just, like, I'm really sorry to hear about, like, what happened. And I was like, what? <laughs> she was like, you know. And I went, oh, God. Oh, I, I am an asshole. Whoops. Yeah. I would Whoops. say that if you were having sex with her, then you're a super asshole. No, yeah, you were not. Yeah, yeah. You were not. Yeah, that's, that's the worst. I assume not. I wouldn't, I think even in my like weird emo, weird place that I was in in my early 20s, I, I would have had the, the common sense not yeah. to make that kind of, yeah. I would have thought that's a bad joke yeah, yeah. to make. That's a bad thing to lie to your, your sexual partner <laughs> <Yeah>. about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm sterile. I'm no. so fertile though. <laughs> Uh, yeah you've already been pregnant four surprise (laughs) fertility you're carrying quadruplets oh god when we were when we were like pregnant with toby before we had that first ultrasound and confirmed that there was only one baby in there you don't know how much i was just like what if it's twins what if we're having like there i don't know why Neither of us have twins in our family. It, yeah, it's super rare super unless rare. it's a, like an IVF kind of thing. Yeah, well, like you're you're like you're only likely to have twins if your family has lots of twins in it, yeah. basically. Yeah. And like neither of us do. But the entire like bit, the entire like first month or two, I was like, I bet it's twins. I bet we're having twins. <laughs> I just feel it. I f- I feel it. It's twins. Yeah, yeah. I've got two testicles. It checks out. <laughs> Yeah, it's, you know. The likelihood is uncanny. I have done the math. <laughs> <laughs> you have two ovaries. It's fucking quadruplets. <laughs> you should have warned me. <laughs> yeah. Needless to say, we were relieved. <laughs> it was just one baby. As far as you know. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Toby, yeah. Fair point. Toby right? might have eaten the twin. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that happens. Results the same, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. I'm relieved that my baby is a cannibal. <laughs> That feels like a good note to go out on. Uh, Simon, thanks for coming back. Oh, I'm so glad I was able to to toss this chugga chugga choo choo off the rails. 
and then back on. Am I right? <laughs> That's some skill. Flawless. Oh, I Thank missed you. That was the, me high-fiving myself. The level of the show was this low. There's <laughs> such a weird energy in here tonight. I'm, I'm living for it. Um yeah, thank you for it's listening. That's what happens when you get when you get me in the team. Yeah. 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 No wonder your Patreon has grown since I left. <laughs> it's actually shrunk. Oh. <laughs> that's, a, that's a weird sound. <laughs> you right? Simon just threw up in his mouth. <laughs> oh man. I just can't handle the pressure. Right. I'm feeling nervous now. Uh, well, good thing we're almost done. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, if you like this episode, consider supporting us on Patreon. Like we said earlier, we need it. <laughs> if, you're li- if you're still listening by the outro, come on. Throw us a dollar. If you don't want to throw us a dollar. Toss a coin to your witcher. Don't, don't give money to a witcher. A valley of plenty. A valley of plenty. Well, he really is just like Andy Bernard from The Office. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you. He can support us for free. Also, which would be much appreciated. Leave us a rating and review. It's been a little while since we got one. If you leave a review and I like it, I'll read it on the show. How's that? Oh, my God. You know, we're on the Spotify now. You can find us there if you're, if you're nasty. On the spooks. <laughs> if you're nasty. <laughs> and, of course, you can share this episode with a friend who uh, liked The Greatest Showman. Fucking bring it on, bro. Let's fight. <laughs> See, that's a good discussion question is, yeah, you like this movie. I didn't like this movie. Let's talk about it. <laughs> you George. know, it, it's almost like the premise of every other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs a premise? And all the other podcasts are just a bunch of white folks sitting around microphones just talking aimlessly. Yeah. White folks? White folks. Oh. <laughs> Wet folks. We just get moist before we record. All right. <laughs> Gross. Listen to my new podcast, Ear Juice. Well, <laughs> God, you can just hear the squelching the whole time. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Ugh. I feel about mouth sounds. Yeah. Well, if this podcast made you wet, you can follow our show on Instagram and Twitter at Down With Talking and like our page on Facebook. Anyone have anything to plug? Bearing in mind this comes out January 28th. Uh, on January 31st, if hey. there's still space at the Free Falling Monthly, this is a monthly uh, sort of workshop performance of For Works in Progress. It happens at the Freestanding Room here in Montreal on St. Laurent and Rochelle. I will be reading an excerpt of a one-man horror play I've been writing. So Fun. I'm creeping myself out first so that I can creep everyone else second. Sounds good. That's the 31st, you said? The 31st at 8 p.m. At uh, the Freestanding Room? At the Freestanding Room. Find the event on Facebook, Freestanding Monthly, January. Sweet. 31st. Adrian got any plorgs? I do have a show coming up in Montreal Improv, and I can neither remember the date nor the name. Uh, But it's thanks, Adrian. (laughs) It's one of the ongoing series of literary uh, events that that we do, uh, where an author is chosen, and we uh, do improv based on on that. That's cool. Don't know who the author is. The author chosen that night or ahead of time, and you get to read up and discover. I believe it's on the event. I just don't remember Uh, who it is this time. Sounds like you have some research to do. Yeah. Well, no, I don't research it. Uh, I just show up. You just feel it. Just feel it out. So there's very little information, but perhaps uh, I can send. So when you hear H.P. Lovecraft, you think like, "Ooh, like B romance novels." Let's go. <laughs> well, I'm not dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, cool. 
uh only thing i want to plug i'm hitting this real hard again guys go listen to natural toonie it's my new dungeons and dragons podcast we just released an episode where my character gets a travel mug full of coffee and then we see some whales cool so (laughs) really selling it does he meet hugh jackman and zach efron and they have a triet a a triet a a threesome is that the word you're looking for (laughs) Yeah, I do. Say, like, what's, a the, what's the three words a for a duet? A trio. Like a, like a duet, but for tr- for three people. A trio? But a trio is just like a trio. You know, a duet That's is three specifically people a song. Singing together. What are you Whatever. talking about? Whatever, guys. <laughs> Did someone that- say guy? <laughs> Whatever, folks. Whatever, people. Whatever, friends. Whatever, comrades. That's it for today on Up for D. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Special thanks to Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track of their EP, Benson, as our theme music. You can find all their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. This show was produced and edited by Tones Light and I are the Upfront Up Up Network. You can find out all about these great shows at upfrontnetwork.com. I really hate both of them. <laughs> Don't make me back. <laughs> I'm Teffer. I'm Caddy. And I'm Hannah. And we are the Yeah Podcast. Join us as we dig into young adult literature, reviewing new releases, revisiting old classics, and exploring what YA Lit can teach us at any age. Discover the world of YA Lit through exclusive author interviews, book reviews, genre smackdowns, and more. The Yeah Podcast, available through the Upford Network on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and wherever else you find your podcasts. This is our book club, and you're invited. Yeah! Yeah! Oh, hi. Do you ever wonder if picking your own name for Secret Santa and then buying yourself a gift makes you a sociopath? Or if everything is everything, then how much of everything is there? Or what exactly a Moguana is? Well, that one's just a way of saying more iguana. Or maybe you wonder what the death of a friendship over the course of 50 episodes sounds like. Whatever your questions, you can find the answers and also more questions on Lasers on the Ride podcast. Now a member of the Upford Network. Available wherever you usually get your podcasts.